This week on Jesus Center Stage, we give out all of our contact information because we want to hear from you. We talk about my failed surprise for Elsie, and is your battle with the devil, or is it just your flesh? All right, here we are once again this week on a beautiful day after a total rain out yesterday. It was I know gorgeous today. It was. I sat I outside was, for uh, complaining yesterday because you got wet going back for your I got, car. I got soaked like three times. It was not fun. Yeah. However, today totally made up for it. I took a blanket outside and did my whole youth preparation outside mm. on the on the grass. It was great. Yeah, yeah it was much better. Uh, taste of summer uh, to come. It's so, breezy and sunny. Yeah, it was. It's awesome. Um, one thing I want to do quickly today on the podcast is uh, give out some contact information. Uh, a lot of times we give it at the end, but people may have done clicked off of us by then and you know every time we invite somebody to listen i try to remember to to tell them to uh, give us some feedback of course you can do that through uh, facebook you can do that through youtube and then on certain podcast apps like apple you can give uh, reviews and those things help us uh, along the way so i'm gonna let you share the different ways of contact that we can have and the addresses real quick before we get uh, too far in today uh, so on Facebook, you can just search Jesus Center Stage, or you can do facebook.com slash centeringjesus. Um, our email is jesuscenterstage at gmail.com. And, um, of course, on YouTube, you can leave comments. Um, Facebook, you can message us or leave comments. Mm-hmm. Um, we check all of those things frequently. So um, we look forward to hearing from you guys with any questions, comments, disagreements, emotional outbursts, as yes. Pastor says. Um, or if you have a topic that you would like for us to dig into one day, we're yeah. open to, yeah, open I to just, all uh, of those things. I had someone ask me the other day, way back when we was doing the podcast around Easter, and we was talking about uh, our listeners in India, and uh, I said, I don't know how they do Easter there, but maybe if one of them is, is nice enough and, and has time, they'll let us know how Easter is there. But I had a listener just uh, about a week and a half or so ago, I guess, ask me, did we ever get any information on that? Because he was curious. No, we get emoji messages that we can't de- decode. <laughs> yes. So if if you it, are the gentleman that uh, sends us the emoji messages, uh, we would like a, a, a translation at the bottom. <laughs> yes, and if even if you don't know, like if you can't write English, just write how you can, and we'll use Google Translate. Because yeah. I'm I'm a little lost on the emoji yeah, messages. I'll, yeah, you, you never know. It's it's some it's sometimes fruit, and emoji faces and hands. Or are, or if you're a listener and you're great at decoding emoji messages, yeah. we also need you. <laughs> like either way, we we need your help. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, we've we've received two two from the same uh, gentleman, and they're they're just lines of emojis. Um, and like I, six and or thought, seven yeah, in a row. And maybe I, I'm not a good code reader, but I thought, well, maybe there's a, like, like you can piece it together like a puzzle. But I'm looking and I can't figure out how any of them go together. <laughs> yeah, so I can't either. I don't know. Uh, it may be someone being sarcastic or it may just be someone in, that is, is hitting trying their to emojis. talk in pictures. Yeah. So if we just, if we just understood. Yeah. So. Some emoji messages like make sense. For instance, totally random, I know. But, so, you know, I love Wendy's. 
and I have the Wendy's app because it's great. Mm-hmm. And so it sends me notifications when they have specials or they have deals through their app or whatever. And so I got one the other day that was um, advertising their maple bacon chicken croissant thing, like the best breakfast ever. And it was in emojis. Well, let me say, the best breakfast ever will always come on a biscuit, not a croissant. Have you ever had this, though? Why would I if they got because biscuits? Because it's amazing. Continue Anyways, on. it had a maple leaf, a piece of bacon, a chicken head, a croissant... And I forget the last one. Maple bacon chicken croissant. I f- forget what the last one was. There was like six of them. But anyways, you could like. You knew each, what they had. Yeah, each emoji was like it was a maple leaf and a piece of bacon. Like it, yeah. it followed. Yeah. So but some not, of them are easy. Not like but a peach and a. A, a peacock or something. A there was peacock, a peacock in one of those. Yeah, and and a goat, and then like, a smiley face, and then a heart, and a. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Luckily, we haven't got the poop emoji in there yet, because I would have figured that must be bad. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get uh, one now. Yeah, yeah, we probably will now. So, uh, But that's something we look forward to, is uh, hearing from you guys. And, um, of course, you know, we have our ideas, and, and but we're two people. So the more ideas that we come in that, hey, your show might be better if you maybe try this or, or this topic or, uh, you know, those things. So we um, we don't just look for the good ones. If you disagree with us, send those too. We, we enjoy um, just just everything that we can uh, receive from, from the listeners. So If you've listened very long, then you know that we don't always agree. So no, no. don't let that stop and you. According from... to some people, you always win the disagreements. And that's not me. Which I also disagree with. Just so we're clear, though, that's not me saying that. That's listeners saying that. (laughs) Just, just so we're clear on that. So, but uh, once again, they haven't. We haven't been. uh, There's nothing major going on right now. We've been pretty steady with just you know church, work, um, and uh, just life. Zach's home. Zach is home. We talked about that last week. He got in yesterday. We tried to get he's him today. Actually, and here he's on the premises, but he yes. he insisted that he was going to unpack. But uh, we'll keep on to get him to join There's us here. There's an eighty percent chance he's not unpacking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's. I don't blame him. I he's absolutely on the hate or it. Something, but I hate unpacking. It's awful. Yeah. So we'll get him in here some for that third point of view, and we we're even uh, uh, hopefully going to have some guests on in the next week or two. Uh, just for some more different perspectives and some more life, uh, lifestyles and things that people, you know, live and do with Jesus mm-hmm. at the center. So, um, looking forward to those kinds of things. But yeah, you know, one one thing that uh, you know, yesterday uh, was Tuesday, and the first Tuesday of every month we go to the homeless mission and preach there. Did uh, you ask him about the bench? I sure did. And I was supposed to went by this evening and picked <gasps> it up. I forgot. Uh, yeah, I so want I that bench. I talked with him uh, this morning, and that's probably the problem. I talked with him so early that by the time I got off work, I'd forgotten. Uh, but I I texted him when I got home and told him I forgot. He said that'd be fine. Come by tomorrow. I'm gonna have to remind you, aren't I? Yes, yes. See, I'll you never to... let me know that you talked to him. Well, you messaged I, me about it this morning, and then I didn't know if we were it getting was, it. It or was not. going to be a surprise for you when I pulled in because I knew you wouldn't even remembered. 
Oh, uh, and then you forgot. Yeah, yeah. So the surprise <laughs> will be hilarious. if I remember. That will surprise you. Yeah, that would uh, surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I might need to set a, a reminder on my phone um, to go by and get that. But we might need to explain why we went from homeless mission to a bench. Well, the homeless, <laughs> the homeless mission, they they take donations and and a lot. It looks like a lot of furniture, and uh, of course they, I'm sure they have some needs of some furniture from time to time uh, in their housing that they have there for the for the men uh, but then the stuff they don't have a personal need for they sell uh, to to have some money in in the program mm-hmm. uh, so we are you seeing a bench sitting it's in that's just an ordinary bench it's one of those like old-timey benches mm-hmm. that on either it doesn't have a back on it but on either end it has like those little scroll arms mm-hmm it's really. I've been looking one, like, looking for one forever, and there was just one right there. Yeah, and it's when great. as I, so I was uh, speaking to uh, the director there today, and and asking him about the price, and we came to an agreement on the price, and he said, however, if you find out uh, later that it's uh, antique that is worth thousands of dollars, <laughs> he said, I trust you will do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, not selling it. The the thing no, he's it. just saying if if we find out it's worth ten thousand dollars, then we probably should give him a little more money. Oh, uh, okay. it, but uh, I I don't think we'll ever know because I think it'll come home, it'll go into our bedroom, and then it that's where it'll be. So yes. unless we see one on TV and say, "Hey, that looks just like ours," and that guy said that was an antique from Persia. Pretty sure it's not going to be from Persia. You don't think that's it? No. No, I'm thinking it's going to be from just down the street here somewhere it was made five ten years ago yeah uh, yeah so anyways uh yeah i'll work on that tomorrow and try to surprise you <laughs> then with it <laughs> surprise um but uh, like you do when i know i'm getting a package and you bring it in mm-hmm. i hold it behind my back don't i and say you got I something said, i got for you me. something <laughs> and it came out but it, i did get you something it just came out of the mailbox and I bought it. And you bought it, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I delivered it. That's so nice. From the mailbox That's to the so house. That's so sweet of you. I'm packed full of sweetness. Um, anyways. This is a great time yeah. to shred this up. Shred it up. <laughs> um, at the homeless last night, uh, I preached a message on uh, true repentance. And uh, in that message, we, we kind of talked about that... Uh, Sometimes we we repent and and want to get away from things, but it ends up being like a roller coaster, and that we will repent, and the roller coaster drops all the way to the bottom, but at some point we go back up and we start doing things we shouldn't be, and then we go back off to you know we repent and then get into it, repent and get into it, and it almost becomes like a cycle. It does, it does, uh, but what you'll hear a lot of times is. Um, well, you know, I, I, I give that up. I, I give up pornography or I give up, uh, you know, this addiction or I give up cussing or whatever it might be. Um, and then, uh, you know, the devil just attacked me. He just got on my back and, and just, and, and beat me down. And then I just give in and I, you know, I, I gave in to the sin that I had, uh, had tried to walk away from. Uh, and, and like I said, we can, you know, it, it could just be pridefulness. It could be 
deceitfulness. It could be lying. It could be stuff such as uh, pornography or addictions to uh, substances, whatever. And and it comes down to that kind of the devil made me do it. Um, but uh, something I wanted to talk with uh, with you today and share with our listeners is um, the times that we give in the devil credit for, well, it was the devil that just, you know, it was the enemy, the evil one, however you want to categorize him, uh, that just, you know, he, he, he got me and I went right back into that sin. Uh, compared to... Let me, let me throw this in there. So, have you ever heard somebody say that, but they... Okay, hypothetical. Um, I've never done this in my life, so we'll use this. Let's say I drink, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm an alcoholic. And it's my stress... Like, alcohol is like a stress reliever, right? It's, a, it's an escape. When mm-hmm. I don't like something, when I don't like how it's going, when I don't like the way I feel, I drink. Okay, so I'm addicted to it. I'm an, I'm di- all right alcoholic. Okay, I decide to repent. Now I don't want to be that way anymore. Okay, and then like my 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 triggers for drinking were specifically getting angry, and well, we'll just go with getting angry. Okay. I drank when I got angry, like when I did. I wanted to get away from a situation that made me angry that I couldn't control, and so I went and I got drunk Mm -hmm. okay so now I've repented okay now if I can just stay calm then I won't have to go back Mm -hmm. okay so so that's that's the deal right that's the parameters okay so now two weeks later three weeks later seven weeks later however long later you know something happens that makes me sad. Maybe I lose something. Maybe I lose a pet. Maybe I lose a loved one. And I'm not angry about it. I'm not ready to punch somebody. But I'm sad. So now I'm going to say, I'm, I'm back in it. I'm back drinking. But this time the devil made me do it. Hmm. Do, you, do you follow what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with my trigger. It has nothing to do with my stress reliever. It's a completely different situation, but I'm still going to say the devil made me do it. Like, I'm still going to... Does yeah. that make any sense? It, it, it like, does. Like, I guess when people use that, but it's something I completely different. I was having trouble following you for a while. I'll say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you're right. It, it, there's, there's so many things. Where it, anything that bad that happens oftentimes gets blamed just on the devil. Mm-hmm. And... Because something bad happens, then we turn back to the alcohol. Now, that's just one example. There can be the example of, um, I know pornography is something that is rampant around the world. That nobody talks about. That nobody talks about. But nothing has to happen. You know, Like you're talking about drinking. But it could be just the fact that uh, a man comes home or a woman comes home and their spouse is not here. Uh, they're working late, whatever. They're sitting on the couch watching TV, flipping through their phone, just, you know, going mm-hmm. about normal things. And then that temptation comes of, well, there's nobody here right now. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. I'm just going to flip over here and watch a few minutes of it, even though I said I've repented. 
and I'm on, I'm just going to watch a little bit. And then before anybody gets home, my my children, my wife, you know, whatever, then I'll have it turned off. And you and find it yourself won't hurt anybody. Yeah. Quote. It won't hurt exactly. anybody. Exactly. And you you find yourself right back in it, and then, of course, that's if if you've if you've been battling it, you probably feel guilty at that point, and then it's it's that thought of why did I do that? Why did I do that? And then it was it was just it was the devil. The devil, it had to be. It had to be the devil that died. I can't take blame for myself. Yeah. But the the one thing we haven't mentioned, and and basically this is a talk topic today, is the flesh. It's the the topic was is it the devil, or is it just your flesh? Um. So that's where I wanted to go today. What do you think about that? I think that there's a. I think that the two can be connected because the devil knows our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this the other day. The devil knows our weaknesses based on our past. So a lot of times he uses that against us. Um, and he, he manipulates that us and whatever. But when it comes to actually making the decision, he can't make us do it. No. He has no power to make our finger tap that button. He has no power to do that. And so I think he does tempt us and he does fight us based on our weaknesses. So if it's something that we've been addicted to in the past or something that we've struggled in the past, mm-hmm. then we have to go overboard to, to keep away from it. Um, for instance, I'm just going to throw this out there. If, if you, my example a while ago, if I'm an alcoholic and I decide that I'm going to repent and quit drinking... But I'm going to keep the bottle in the back of the fridge. Yeah. Or I'm going to keep hanging out with the people who drink. And I'm going to have one to be sociable. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not helping. You're, you're actually helping the devil tempt you. Because yeah. you're not removing yourself completely from it. Mm-hmm. And if we have that vice, if we have that weakness, and we don't crucify the flesh. Paul said, I die daily. Mm-hmm. If we don't crucify that flesh, then that weakness is going to become the temptation that we ultimately give into over and over and over again. So, yeah. yes, I think the devil can tempt us and that he does tempt us and he uses our weaknesses. But we have the responsibility and we have the option, I should say, we have the option to crucify our flesh and say that weakness is not going to control me today because greater is he that is in me. Yeah. That weakness is not going to, and I'm not just, I'm not going to put it there and, and not eat. Have you ever seen the, have you ever seen the uh, challenge that went around on Facebook that a mom set up a video camera and left chocolate in front of her kid and told her, told him not to eat it. Mm -hmm. It's like that. It's like, okay, I'm going to quit looking at pornography, but I'm going to keep that movie. Mm -hmm. Just in case. Well, no, it doesn't even have to be uh, X-rated. I'm just saying like. Something that would get you thinking in that light. Something that's not clean. I'm going to... But it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep that one. Yeah. And and I'm going to I'm gonna keep hanging around the people who drink. They just drink socially. They don't, they don't like, get drunk. They just drink socially. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Like, that's okay. And that's what I'm saying. It's like putting the chocolate in front of the little kid and telling him not to eat it. When you, when you have a weakness in the flesh, it might be relationships, it might be pornography, it might be 
addictions of any sort, drug, alcohol, smoking, anything like that, if you put that temptation right in front of you and then say, but don't do it. Yeah. Like you're, you're literally giving the flesh and the devil access for it, you to fail. Yeah, like, it, and it takes you're a setting lot, yourself up. It takes a lot to, to distance yourself from it, it does. sometimes. Um, it's I not know, easy. None of this is easy. No, I, I know there's there's times that, uh, y- you know, being around in a group of people and maybe there's some um, strong language being mm-hmm. used and uh, maybe some, some jokes that are, you know, not so clean. Um, and you look and, and you, you kind of got an option. Do I just continue, like, soaking this stuff in? To the point that it starts know, coming out. It starts coming out, or do I do I distance myself from it and just go find somewhere else to be for a while? Um, and it's hard to make those decisions, but um, I just I think we give the devil way too much credit. Now I'll say this: it's his fault that our flesh is corrupted in the first place. Is he, it though? Well, he's the one that made the offer he's the one that done the deceiving the deception but in the moment of choice it was a woman that's what you're going at ain't it no it's not i'm saying human oh the human made the the, made the choice because adam also in the point of decision made the wrong choice and i think that's where like when you look at it in a in a six month time span or even longer then it seems too big to overcome any of these things that we're talking about. But if you look at it in the moment of decision, mm-hmm. if Eve would have looked at it in the moment of decision, yeah, instead of, well, you know, it doesn't really look that bad. And she like talked herself into it and allowed Satan to talk herself into well, it. What, what and here's, Satan here's another thing. Why was she hanging out by that tree? Well, that's true. That's true. Why was she there? What Satan done was, was convinced her that, uh, that there was that it was okay to doubt the things that God had mm-hmm. had told her. Well, he twisted um, God's so, words up. So, like I said, he's. I'm going to say responsible. Maybe you don't agree with me, but he's at least very involved in the reason we have a a flesh problem now. So the reason I disagree with that is because then if you're saying that it's his problem that we have corrupt flesh to begin with, then it's his problem that I can't overcome it now. Because he tempts us in the same way he tempts Eve. And we're saying we're giving yeah. him too much credit. So if you're saying that it's his fault that we're corrupt altogether, I'm then saying, had how he, is it different for like me right now? Had, had he not been in that garden to to tempt her, which she, she give in, and you know, most of us, I mean, most of us have. When he's came and tempted us in our lives, at some point we've given in to something. She give in to just eating something she wasn't supposed to eat but it was disobedience it was disobedience so um my, my point being that we can we can give the devil too much credit for our day-to-day lives he he is highly involved i'll go with that mm-hmm. he's very manipulative he's, he's highly involved in the reason we have corrupted flesh right now however we give him a lot of credit in our day-to-day struggles and saying that oh so he's you know he's so powerful and he's his his uh, persuasion is so strong when a lot of our problem is just simply our flesh and that we have not 
crucified, crucified it. it. We have not done done away with with the flesh. And just as Jesus, his flesh went to the cross, so should ours go to that cross. And you know, Paul said, and "I die not, daily." Yeah, that's not. I was going to uh, say it's not a one time thing. Yeah. But uh, I did have a couple of verses here. I was going to Bef- read before you go to that. One thing that accompanies the devil made me do it thing is, well, I just I just start thinking about it, mm-hmm. and then I just do it. And the devil's just really been messing with my thoughts. Uh, newsflash, PSA: the devil cannot read your thoughts. No. So what you thinking is the mm-hmm. flesh because yep. he cannot read your thoughts. How so about this if one? you start thinking, you gotta love this one. Why wasn't why wasn't y'all at church this morning? Oh, as soon as I woke up, the devil just was all over me, attacking me, knocking me, me down, telling me I was no good, telling me not to go to church, telling me not to go to church, and then you know I just so much. I thought, you know what? I think it was because uh, your flesh had you up until two o'clock in the morning. And then your flesh didn't want to wake up this morning. Mm. <laughs> and then when you did wake up, you were so tired and groggy, you was irritable. Yep. And so all of a sudden, the devil got a bunch of credit. And this is, in my mind, this is what I'm thinking. Somewhere one of his little minions, because the devil's not everywhere all the time like right. God. But somewhere one, one of his little minions it like snaps his head around real quick and goes, What? Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, that was me. He didn't have a clue what was happening because your flesh done it all. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's what it is. And that's, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. We, we get those things in our mind and we start, like, our mind is dirty, okay? Mm-hmm. And it can take us to a lot of places that we have no business going. But that's not well, the, I'm fixing to touch on that's that not the devil's minute. fault. Our flesh is corrupt and we're, we're filled with evil. Mm-hmm. And when we let our minds go, whether it's down the stress lane or the pornography or the temptation, in temptation, general. just any of it, if we when we let, start letting our minds go, we can't blame that on the devil. We no. ha- he he doesn't control our minds. No, and and especially as believers, but you know we're we're talking to all people. Uh, but if you if you have been crucified with Christ, your flesh. Those temptations should. The only attack you should be worrying about is the attack of the enemy, and and you can. Jesus got that covered. So if you've crucified your flesh and you're keeping your flesh under control, mm-hmm. then those those attacks are few and far between. Um, but in Romans chapter eight, starting in verse five, it says, "For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh." So those people. That, that think fleshly things mm-hmm. do fleshly things, what he's saying. It says, but they that are after the Spirit do the things of the Spirit. Uh, for the carnally minded, there you go, the, the what's on your mind. Um, it says, for the carnally mind, mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Um one of one translation that was out of the King James. One translation where the King James says, "Because the carnal mind is enmity um, against God." Uh, one translation uses the word "hostile." It says, "Because the flesh is hostile toward God." Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's like it's like you said earlier. So no topic for another time. That'd be a great podcast. Do those selling and preaching it. But when you were doing the the magnet thing earlier, mm-hmm. and you said. When our flesh 
when it's our flesh, it's like two magnets repulsed from each other. Yeah. Our flesh and God is like two magnets pushing away from each other because the flesh doesn't want to submit. The flesh wants to do its own thing. Yeah. And it's not comfortable to submit to the ways of God. And it's, I mean, dying daily is like the complete opposite of being comfortable. Mm-hmm. So when we get set in our ways, whether it's tradition, the way we've been raised, whether it's just something we're used to doing for the last five years, it becomes a way of nature. It just becomes natural for yeah. us. But that doesn't mean it's not a work of the flesh. I'll testify. It's not a pretty part of my past. But deception was like I was good at it. And I knew how to say the right things to satisfy you, but hold back just enough not to get in trouble. Like I knew how to do that stuff. And and it wasn't it wasn't the devil making me that way. It had become part of my nature. Yeah. It was a work of the flesh that had become part of my nature. The flesh likes to protect the flesh. Yes. And that's what you that's what you like you said. I would give just you you would give just enough information so that you could say, well, I told you about that. Mm -hmm. But you withheld enough of the details. Yes. That you was protected in a way. Yes. And when God put his finger on that and said, that's not like me, I couldn't go, well, that's the devil. Mm -hmm. No, it was me. It was my flesh. And and I didn't even realize it for a long time. Yeah. Because it was just the way I processed. It was the way I survived. It was the way I uh, dealt with things. And then when God points it out and he says, that's not like me. Like this, this right here I, needs to change to conform you to the image of Christ. This right here, not it's not working out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's not comfortable. And then I had to start crucifying that and, and daily setting, like making an effort and making a choice in the moment and just praying and asking God, help me in the moment when that moment comes up and I'm tempted to revert to that, you know, and it, and it, it took time. It was a process, yeah. but it's something that he freed me from. And it wasn't like snap and you're free and you're never going to think like that again. Mm-hmm. I still have times, even though it's much, much farther in between, there are still moments that I'm tempted to go back to that. But I'm not saying, well, the devil's tempting me to go back to that. It's my flesh likes that. Yeah. My flesh likes to to portray things Which, a certain way. In my way. opinion, he's he's accountable. He's responsible. Okay, for that. we're still on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you no, can't. No, I, what I what your, your the weakness of the flesh? That is a weakness of my flesh. And even though time and and growing in my relationship with God has made that weakness less effective. And, and where it doesn't control my life and it doesn't control my thoughts anymore, it's not that it's that I'm never going to deal with it again. It's not that I'm never going to be tempted by it again. Mm-hmm. But I can't say the devil is doing that when it's all in my head. Yeah. Like it's it's all in my thoughts. And I can't say, well, the devil is making me lie today because let's just call it what it is. It yeah. is basically lying. You know, so I can't say it's him. When it's me, because yeah. I didn't crucify as mm-hmm. fully as I should have crucified this morning yeah. or, or whenever. When, so, when he needs, I should say when he needs, but when he wants to to move into your life to, to tempt you the most is going to be when you have crucified the flesh. When you have mm-hmm. brought that under submission, turned that over to Jesus, 
and you're not battling your fleshly desires much anymore because i mean you you just think if you uh you know if you want to give somebody a, a new shirt and you just you walk down the the road and you see the first the first person you see they have on what looks to be a brand new shirt and the next person you see looks on to have a shirt that costs you know 80 bucks well, you're, you're like, well, no, not them, not them, not them. When you see someone who has a torn, raggedy, dirty shirt that's stained, then you go and say, oh, you know, here, I'd like to give you this shirt. Well, if the devil is wanting to tempt you, and he says, okay, I'm going to find somebody to tempt today, and he's walking, and then there he looks at you, and he can tell you're tempting yourself all day long. Your flesh is wanting you to look at porn. Your flesh is wanting mm-hmm. you to lie. And You're, he's like, well, no, not that one. I, I don't, that's no know, trophy. Yeah, they've already got what I'm trying to give them. Yeah. So I'm going to go to another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and more often than not, like I said, the devil, he's not. People seem to try to put him on a level of God as far as he's everywhere all the time. No, he he, he does not have that quality. Oh. Um, so oftentimes... These things that you're dealing with, they're just they're things that that you completely have authority over through Jesus. And then I think that I think he just got into the dog right there. <laughs> oh, so. please let's not start the spirits up. <laughs> yeah, this but, goes uh, on forever. Hey, stop it! Excuse so our puppy, I think y'all. that's that's probably a good uh, a good moment to start bringing us into a close because we are about at that time is there anything you want to share i see you looking at your book there um i had just written down when we first started uh the thought of that the devil has a counterfeit for every good thing of god Mm -hmm. and when we start looking at the the addictions or the the fleshly desires and what we're pulled to and by the way if you want a list of that go read galatians 5 yeah um but when when a lot of i feel like a lot of the and, and maybe not everything but just generalized, we um, we we tend to have those addictions, those vices, those weaknesses, in effort to fill something, mm-hmm. or to provide a stress release, and it's a and it's a it's a counterfeit, because the true peace comes from God, yeah. And the devil loves to counterfeit things, and he loves to get us distracted with counterfeit things, mm-hmm. and then what happens is kind of like he did with Eve, he, he puts this counterfeit in front of us and then our flesh gladly accepts and gladly adapts. It looks easier. To, oh, to this counterfeit, yeah. yes. And, and I think that's where we have to look. Like what, um, I just asked our youth this the other day. Um, I think it's in a song by Brandon Lake. It says something about a counterfeit comfort. And we have to look at, at and evaluate what we're using as a counterfeit comfort. If we have been born again, then we have the Spirit of God within us. And Jesus calls him a comforter. Mm-hmm. And a, he's a help. And so what are we using instead of him? If we're running to the, to the drink, if we're running to the drug, if we're running to the pornography, if we're running to the relationship after relationship after relationship, whatever it is we're running to, I mean, you can, you can put anything in that. Yeah. Um, the TV shows, the, you know, you can, you can just keep going. But if we're running to those things instead of running to him, I think we need to evaluate what, what is our comforter? Yeah. Is it the Holy Spirit or is it the devil's 
long list of exactly. counterfeits. Yeah, we're we're going. I've always heard that saying. You're you're going to serve something, no choose, matter what. Choose you, ye this day. Yeah, you're going to serve. It, it doesn't matter how strong you think you are. You're going to serve. And, and then in one place, uh, I believe it was. Uh, I think it's in the Gospels, uh, where it was quoted. It said, "If you're not with me, then you're against me." Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, Jesus speaking. I should make that clear that he is not he is not with me is against me mm-hmm. so there's not there's there's a side you're going to serve one or the other so even if you say you're not picking yeah you're still on his side you're still there um but uh yeah so the flesh is is probably our most common enemy yes there is an enemy there is a devil and uh, the Bible tells us to to stay on guard. And it to says be to resist him. him. Yeah, resist if, him. If we and he can shall crucify flee. our flesh and resist him, what yeah. you just said, he mm-hmm. will flee. He will flee. He'll move on. So, and crucifixion uh, is a lot harder than resistance. Just gonna throw much. that. I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out there. Definitely is. So, uh, but before we go, one more time, give me the, that contact information. Facebook dot com slash centering jesus or you can just search jesus center stage or jesus center stage at gmail.com and of course you can leave comments on facebook you can private message us you can uh comment on the youtube channel and like apple podcasts has comment and review places so any any of the above any of the above great hope to hear from you guys and uh we'll be back next week